a full-length uh, episode of the Peepus Room. This is Charlie with good Wi-Fi. Yeah, we hey. had to cut the last episode a little bit short. Uh, Chuck's stepdad got very angry, uh, drank a little bit more than normal. Um, well, we'll leave it at that, but we're back. We're back in uh, in the Peepus Room. Um, I just wish both of you, I hope you both had great weeks last week, and I'm so glad to be back here uh, sitting across from you, looking at you inside the Peepus. Yeah. Well, yeah. The room is large and full of items. The Peepus room. I had a really good week. I've been doing some little bit of NFL gambling. I'm usually fucking terrible at NFL gambling. I lose all my money NFL gambling, and I'm currently undefeated. I'm 4-0, and I won both my fantasy football games. Chris, how'd your fantasy football game go? Bad. Dude, my team in every league is bad. It's it's not going to go well for me this year. It's it's Mm. a wash. Mm, That's tough. Just money you, down uh, the drain. Just a hundred thousand dollars in the hole. Yeah. No, I bet five dollars here and there. So, Amy, uh, really big in a fantasy football, but we have lost everything. <laughs> oh man, I I lost old Nan. <laughs> I had to I had to bet Nan. Because I lost because I lost a fill. But don't blame me. Blame the Packers for losing. Uh no, how about blame the Bears for sucking at football? I'll I'll pick that. They too. got I destroyed. Literally... It was Charlie, the first team I could think of. I'm that was a, a brutal, a brutal game. It was it was great. I, I didn't, loved it. I didn't watch the second half. I went to a bar in LA that's like a Chicago themed bar, got a an Italian beef and ate it standing Ooh. up and then went home with an Amy and I just had a beer there and she got a hot dog and just we chowed and drank, went home, didn't watch the rest of the game. I was like, We look yeah. like shit, we're fucked. Yeah, you, and, it was bad for and you. And then it <laughs> fell apart at the end there. What what happened exactly just trash performance or i'll let you talk charlie this is your win you should yeah this is your so jordan love this is only my third quarterback of my entire life meanwhile the bears have had i counted off about 15 and i think there's more um so it was a big scary day for me but once jordan love came out they ran the ball well the bears defense was not good they they just were not good. And honestly, the Packers like didn't look great either, but the bears were the worst team in the league last year. And the Packers were the middle of the road. And I don't think anything has really changed. I think the Packers will probably be a middle of the road team unless Jordan love starts to get really good. And I think the bears have room for improvement, but they've traditionally been a very big defensive team and their defense just did not look good. No, and they have to be able to take care of that. They just have to. Yeah, it's not looking great either. Like, hopefully Justin Fields will get more confident, but, like, that was – he didn't look uh, 
He looked great out there. Well, I think what happens is like year one, they brought him in and they were like, we're going to turn you into a pocket passer. And he's not a pocket passer. So then year two, they let him run around a little bit. Yeah. And do his thing. And that was great. But like, he took a lot of hits, admittedly, like yeah. and he was a lot of the offense. So I think this year they probably went into it and said, Hey, like, we don't want to stop you from running, but we want to try to make the offense a little bit more dynamic. And I feel like he was probably a little too chained down by that thought process um which is where i think you could see some improvement like obviously you don't want him just running you know for his life all season but like you got to be able to open that up a little bit more for the other weapons to be successful like if they have to focus on uh justin fields because they know he's actually a running threat it's going to open other guys up yeah yeah, they, but, they should let him off the leash. He definitely was, like, distracted and, like, overthinking everything. Because oh, he yeah. just wants to get those those passing yards up. Anyways, football is sports. Did you guys football. like my Snapchat after the game? Yeah, that was pretty funny, actually. I laughed. What was, was your Snapchat? Yeah. I just had my Packers shirt on, and I had my big, dumb, like, fat, drunk face and all you could see on my shirt, it was just the top part that says Packers. And I just like shrugged a couple times because it's like the more things change, uh, the more things stay the same, you know? It's pretty wild, like growing up and being a fan of a sports team that loses to their rivals <laughs> all the time. Every time. <laughs> like in my life, I think I remember us beating you like four times. Yeah, that's about that's probably about right. Sam Lee, our friend, was texting and I hadn't even said anything. And he was just like, fuck you, Chuck. Honestly, being a Packer fan is the worst thing about you. And then after the game, I was like, nah, the worst thing about me is definitely my farts. <laughs> I, I think classic low-key likes the the rival between the two. It it makes the sport interesting and the Bears Packers will always be arguably, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, one of the biggest, best rivals in the NFL, right? Yeah. Yeah. Top, I would say it's number top one. five all time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they've definitely. been playing against each other for over a hundred years now. Like yeah. they have the most, the most meetings between the two teams. And despite the fact that the Packers have been so dominant for the last 30 years, I think it just got to even like the Packers now, I think have one or two more wins. It's like 101 to 99 all time record because they've just been like time has evened it out. Mm-hmm. You know? um, I'm starting to respect. Uh, so Chloe's dad, my girlfriend is from green Bay and he tells me about Lambo and how, fucking that field in wisconsin and that area in general has grown and expanded over the years and how different it is now and how enriched in history it is and like the reason why packers fans are the way that they are um and it's one of the few nfl teams that's in an isolated area like that i feel like yeah it's it's i think it's the smallest market team in the nfl and joey when i have you ever been there no, I haven't. I, I would be uh, really interested to check it out. So I like, when you, I like Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, but specifically Lambeau Field, like 
there's a couple big buildings in Green Bay, but they're mostly right by the bay, like on the east side. And then the rest are just like one, two story buildings. So I imagine rolling up to Lambeau Field is what like medieval peasants saw when they came to a castle because sure. you're just like flat land, one story house, one story house, one story house. And then all of a sudden yeah. you just see this like giant fucking building essentially in the, it would be like if we plopped Lambeau Field like on Libertyville High School. Right. If if you had to move to Wisconsin, where would you move? Me? Yeah, anywhere. Anywhere in Wisconsin. Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee, Chuck? Like, yeah. Milwaukee is really cool. I feel like it's a very underrated city. It has its shitty areas, but what city doesn't? Um, yeah. I, I like Milwaukee. I forget where it's at, but when I went snowboarding in more northern Wisconsin with uh, Ryan and Matt, uh, that area, you know, really up there gets super pretty. Um, yeah. I don't know specifically what I'm talking about, but I'll, I'll just say northern Wisconsin. What about like Madison? Um, Never been. Madison's yeah. cool. I The reason I picked Milwaukee is A, I like living in a city. And B, like I could go to Bucks and Brewers games all the time. Like yeah the packer the bucks the bucks play for seven months and the brewers play for what baseball season's eight months the the football season's four months so like if you lived in green bay the other eight months of the year there's just nothing to do and like if you're in milwaukee it's like a two-hour drive to green bay versus now it's like a four-hour drive if i wanted to go up there yeah i uh People, I feel like, often say that they're not city people. It's too overwhelming and shit like that. But, like, every time I go to Chicago or, like, the time that I lived in Denver, I, I, I'm i on the same page as you, Chuck. Like, I, I don't mind being in the city at all. Um, I just like that there's always shit going on. There's always shit going on. It's really lively. It has its downsides, but th- exactly. There's always shit to do and there's always stuff going on. Yeah. Chris, where would you move in Wisconsin? Like Geneva, probably. Yeah, the Wisconsin Dells. <laughs> Graham's golf house. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Wisconsin's a pretty state. It's it's so like big and just so much more than just the parts we've been exposed to living so close to the border. Yeah. Between Illinois and Wisconsin, like I don't know. The wilderness is pretty nice, but also like a city would be cool i love milwaukee yeah like my my dad's family has a house um an hour north of green bay and it's in a like an old logging and granite town in the middle of nowhere and there's like 600 people there and you have to drive like 45 minutes to the closest piggly wiggly from any direction and also like there's so many of my family members up there like there's this town iron mountain that's right on the up border and like half of the town is just fucking pants or clan, uh, pant kin. Wow. You know, is it you pretty can... though? Gorgeous. It's very nice. But like there, I have this like third cousin and she's like just a couple years older, like six kids lives in a house right next to her mom and dad. And on the other side is her brother 
and his wife. And I'm just like, and all their kids. I'm like, yeah. good for you guys. I love my family, but like, you know, 45 minutes is is maybe a little longer than I would like it to be to get home, but it that's two funny. minutes is too that's, close. That's like perfect in my opinion. Two minutes is too close. Yeah. If you yeah. had to live in the middle of no nowhere, 45 minutes is not too bad. No, no, no. Uh, um, but but obviously that's an inconvenience. Also, like living w- by all your family is wild. Like in the the town in New York, my dad grew up in. There was a an Italian family, the Ferranis, who owned like a farm Such there, a- and they have like a compound of like houses they've built close to the farm. So they have like their own street and their own like cul-de-sac with all these houses with all the family members and the kids and everything. The Ferranis. That's hey, weird, you man. come get I some mean... fucking tomatoes from the fucking farm. <laughs> <laughs> They're fresh this year. Heirloom uh, tomato, get out of here. We like them red and juicy. The only heirloom you're getting is the Ferrani jewels. <laughs> the buried on the Ferrani farm. <laughs> and you try to come and take it. I dare you. You guys ever eat a tomato just by itself? No. Like I, yes, I do I not have. like the red tomatoes. I like the heirloom tomatoes because they've got more meat and less just like juice and phlegm. Yeah, heirloom um, tomatoes are pretty good. If you get a fresh tomato and you take a bite out of it, it's kind of good, but it's iffy. But if you get a fresh tomato and you slice it up, get some olive oil on there, some cracked black pepper, some mozzarella, and some salt, yeah. and maybe some basil. Oof. Yeah. Fuck it yeah. That sounds good as fuck. I'll fuck with that. My mom likes to make those little skewers where she'll put a little mozzarella ball, uh, sliced cherry tomato, and then uh, basil leaf on there. Yeah. Just... Delicious. Great yeah. combo of flavors. Um, Those Ferranis, they know. Not okay. Sure I, okay. On football Sunday, I went to Trader Joe's and I just got like all the frozen. I got a frozen pizza. I got the frozen chicken wings. I got the mac and cheese balls. And then I got like three little like White Castle slider things. Fucking that was a combination of flavors. That's all I did all day Sunday. Just eat frozen food. Yeah. Delicious. Hey, you were celebrating your win. Yeah, football. Hey, if we were talking about football this much, we should have had Phil on. I mean, Jesus. Ah, Phil. Phil is a Bears fan. He's he's probably too sad. He's probably drowning in his tears right now. Yeah, he would have gotten aggressive when we're talking about that game. Yeah, about that shit, man. Like, you ever seen those videos of a guy at like a a fucking like a football game, and he's like the only one of his fan in the crowd, and his team's winning, and he's like giving the thumbs up to everyone, and like people are like throwing drinks at him and shit. Like people get so out of control about that stuff. I went to a football game, a Packer Bear game at Soldier Field when I was like sixteen. And this guy behind me was hammered and the Packers were like up and then the bears were coming back and like the Packers ended up winning, but this guy kept like pushing me in the back, like trying to fight me. 
luckily really? I was there with Mr. Deichel and Jack who are giants. And who I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you're going to try any shit, like let's go my four against your four. Uh, but then he did that thing where like, he was like, push me. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like I turned around and I finally had enough. Yeah. He was like, come on, man. We're all just, we're all just like here watching the game. Oh, the one love. And I was like, fuck you. Stop pushing me. Yeah, you can't do that and then say one love. That's that's not how one love works. Yeah. That's just like the weaseliest way to get out of a fight, too. Yeah, like that was his way of backpedaling out of it because he was probably kind of yeah. afraid. That's funny as yeah. fuck. And again, I was like 16 years old. Like I was not a grown man. Jesus. And this guy was. Yeah, you can't, can't do that. Pretty sure. Yeah. To lay the smack down on a child's. Yeah. My dad was also like, oh, Charlie, just chill out. I was like, fuck you. This guy's been pushing me the whole game. <laughs> um, yeah, I I, uh, I, was at a Sox game, and I was with my dad. And there's these dudes in a row in front of us, and my dad's eating peanuts. And, like, the sh- <laughs> he got some dusting on the guy's back. Because, like, you know how that shit just gets messy? Yeah. yeah. And the guy, like, kind of turned around and, like, goosenecked and looked at my dad for a second. And my dad was trying to be nice about it and like i know that he was because he's my dad but it came out in a way where like the guy got really pissed off but my dad was just like oh well i mean at least they're not your work clothes <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was just like like they just that whole row of friends just got so pissed off that's funny though yeah i'm always afraid that's gonna happen to me because when i go to a baseball game i'm just disrespectful with the peanut shells yeah you gotta throw everything i'm tossing them all over the place like i'm just fucking munching down on them they're all over me crumbled all over like it's the right way to do it (laughs) wash out like bill's pub yeah oh bill's pub or texas roadhouse silo and bill's pub i always get confused one of them closed i think i don't know which one the silo in uh, Lake Bluff or Forest or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, on the way to Lake Bluff, like if you're driving towards Lake yeah. Michigan. Um, that one of them closed. What's so Chicago? Speaking of silo, what's the best pizza to get in Chicago? Uh, I'm bad for that. I really like this Bar- place called Home Slice that does pizza, but it's like not. It's not the best. <laughs> It'll do. <laughs> it's just like, it's my favorite, like greasy pizza. It's like, sure, it's yeah. one of those, cha- it's like a small chain. I think they've got a couple places and it's like better than, it's a step up from like Domino's and Papa John's, but it's like not like good pizza. We go to this place, Renali's, that has good pizza. Um, if I'm getting deep dish, I always go uh, Lou Malnati's. Okay. Lou Malnati's is Graham. Didn't our friend Graham call it uh Illuminati's? You guys ever hear that story? <laughs> I don't Were you I there, Chuck? I don't know. So they were they were it was like Graham, Ryan, and like Phil and Luke, and they were driving by Luma Malnati's and fucking Graham just goes, dude, I would kill for some Illuminati's. <laughs> That's and funny. like everyone was like, uh what do you call it? <laughs> I do that shit all the time where I, 
I'll say a word and I, like I think that I'm saying the right version of the word and it's just slightly off. Who calls you out the most for that in your life? Ryan. Ryan. Okay, so have you guys heard that one Rusted Root song, Send Me On My Way? Yeah. It was like, I saw I that never know song what he's live. Where at? Ravinia. Nice. I've looked up the words now because I used to just be like, I, uh, I accidentally kicked a guy in the head at Ravinia. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, oh. It was too late to apologize. Who sings that song? Rusted root. Oh, too late to apologize. Is that Daniel Powder? Yeah, I fucking. I don't. It was. He was like a one-hit wonder. But I, I went and is. saw him with. I saw him with friends, and like I was like younger, and I was like running through that field, and like there's all these like parents that are just laid out on their little fucking blankets, and I just wrecked this dad in the head with my foot. <laughs> And he was like, it's actually Timberland. Dude, he like stood up and wanted to fight me. And same situation. I was like 17. So <laughs> oh and, and the guy's the guy's wife was just like, sit down. <laughs> All right. Speaking of kicks, can you guys tell me if this is a weird move? Yeah. I bought these shoes yesterday. Okay. I have the exact same pair, and they got really messed up, but I really like these shoes. So I went online and found him and bought him on clearance. No, that's a perfectly sane move. As I was if saying that, like, I realized I'm talking to the king of buying the same pair of shoes. Yeah. Chris has worn the Adidas striped <laughs> shoes for 15 years. The man of consistency. I didn't, I didn't have <laughs> them. Uh, I haven't worn those shoes for like three years, though, but I would. Like if someone got me a pair of those, I would wear them for an entire year. Yeah. That's I just so now I have one pair that's going to be the nasty like, pair and one that's going to be the clean pair. Perfect. There you go. One's for mowing um, the lawn. <laughs> fucking, like I don't know if you if you guys are the same way, but like the older I get, the more like my dress brand, like I could give a fuck what I'm wearing. Like it's like white t-shirt, jeans, and like a pair of Vans. As hey, opposed man, to back then ideas. when I would like, I'd be like, oh, I got to find the coolest shit at Pack Sun for Spring Awakening. I got to yeah. find that one shirt from Tyler Garrett's house that I'm going to wear every day with a rock and <laughs> gator shirt. It. <laughs> it was August Burns Red. <laughs> How many times? Okay, that's another thing I wanted to ask about. Because I was thinking today, like, how many times do you wear something before it gets dirty? Like, shirts, usually once. Like, for a t-shirt, maybe I'll yeah, wear it definitely. a day. And then the next day, I'll work out in it, you know? Right. Always. Like, jeans, I'll usually wear, like, three, four times. How many yeah, times do you think totally. you wore that shirt total, Joey? Not in between washes, just, like, total. Uh, as many people that have died from cigarettes annually was the days that I wore it. Since the beginning of time. And that doesn't even make sense. (laughs) Joe wore it 350,000 times. (laughs) It's like way more than that, I think. Yeah. Um, It's an annual, they call it an annual Holocaust. Like that's literally how many people die from six. That's not good. 
Well, it might be different now because you know what I mean? People are transitioning off of that shit and like Mm -hmm. cigarettes becoming less popular. And you can save medical science can save people with lung cancer better than they used to. Yeah, we got vapes. And we know they're like bad for you. Everyone fucking vapes now. Chuck, I remember when you first started smoking vapes. A long time ago. You went vape. through a phase, though, where it was like you had to have a specific vape <laughs> at any given time. And I forget <laughs> what the fucking thing was. The Jacks. J-A-K. Yes. Uh, they made them look like cigarettes. Yeah. And you now, would... now, they just, now they change constantly. You know, like everyone, like uh, the people that smoke them, I like see them and they have some new fucking fancy one. And I'm like, is there ever a consistent fucking like brand? I will say Jewel really got fucked and I'm not advocating for vaping, but like all Jewel got fucked for specifically targeting the kids. And they were like, okay, you can't make the flavors anymore. And now there are a million companies that all make the flavored ones only the flavored ones like jewel got like hammered with like lawsuits they got shit, banned like, what they, yeah they got banned by the fda or whatever from selling the flavored pods and like jewel I mean, it's jewel is my favorite iteration of them. it right but yeah, they said because they had the color like the um different like coloring and flavors yeah that Spongebob they were targeting the kids which is fucked because now you can sell blue raspberry ice and it's like, oh, they can Fine. just sell that. I would go back to the posh mangoes in tomorrow, today. If if someone said right now they're free, you got to drive 45 minutes to go get that. And you can either see your family or get mango jewel pods. I would go get mango jewel pods. Uh, this <laughs> podcast is sponsored by Electronic Cigarettes and Jewel. Mango Jewel Pods specifically. I actually have one unopened cucumber jewel pod that I found when I was moving. Cucumber. Fully sealed. Wow, you could sell that on eBay for $5,000. Maybe. Yeah, there's some There's some bean out there. Yeah, with a shaking hand that just really needs that. I need to taste cucumber jewels. Like, Like, imagine if you edited the acorn from the squirrel and ice age and just replaced it with, with the jewel. Yeah. I think that was a modern commentary on addiction. It would be tough because like, there's probably only one cucumber (laughs) jewel pot in existence (laughs) that Charlie has. And that person would buy it for $10,000 and they would do it all in one day. And then there would be no cucumber jewel pods left. So they would just kill themselves. See, Maybe. this is the real threat of like the zombie apocalypse. It's not the zombies. It's not the unprecedented amount of deaths. It's fucking no one's gonna have their nicotine. Okay, yeah. if zombies came, I would just go back to cigarettes and like there's a million cigarettes in every gas station, in every store, everywhere. Like there you go. My life expectancy at the start of a zombie apocalypse, my life expectancy goes way down. Like smoke them if you got them. I'm not advocating for smoking. Smoking's bad, but in a zombie apocalypse, I would smoke. 
Have you ever I gone gone outside and played zombie where you w walk outside in your neighborhood and if you see someone walking outside, they're a zombie and you would have to assume they immediately just start running towards you and being like, how long would you survive? Never if you had to like game, walk outside. So I play a different game and it pisses Chloe off to no end, but it's very similar. And anytime we walk into like Target or any place with mannequin mannequins, I'm just <laughs> like, hey, if they all came to life right now, the children, <laughs> the tall ones, the plus size ones, do you think do you think we could take them? <laughs> like, do you think we could fucking just... run out of here? And she's yeah. just like, stop. She's just like, dude, stop. Target would be a bloodbath. Yeah, <laughs> there are there's so many mannequins in Target, just everywhere. That'd be a tough one. They would look really scary running at you too. They would look like uh, uh, maybe am I thinking Terminator, where they're just like the bodies, like the or maybe well, iRobot or something. Well, where the ones I that iRobot, that the Dick Sporting Goods one, like the the ripped ones with the Under Armour. Oh yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> We would be like, we would be like, oh, we just got past the regular ones, and someone would be like, oh no, those are the boomers, because like in every zombie <laughs> world or whatever, they've got a name for the big ones. Now, now you go to the children's section at like the mall, you'll be okay. Would the ones with faces be scarier than the ones without faces? Do some I of them have faces? The ones without faces. Yeah. You'll get some yeah, faces or or the headless ones. <laughs> <laughs> and they wouldn't have opposable thumbs, yes. but they would still just be able to tear you limb from limb because they just get like in insane strength. Yeah, they can run at like 70 miles an hour. <laughs> 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 oh my god. That'd be so I would, I would lead the charge with your sword. Take on the zombies with the sword. Yeah, I'd get really good at it. With the yeah. sword? You'd get good at sword. Would you have a fedora? <laughs> no, I would have my German hat. Wait, did I show you guys this picture? Step back, ladies. <laughs> I'll protect you. Do you think that I love those pictures, dude? Do you think that if uh, a billion orcs got planted right into the middle of uh, India right now and just started attacking, atta just like a, a central point where they could go out from and attack the world? So, like, I guess, like, maybe like Croatia or India, or China, or the middle of the U.S., and they just went out and attacked from there, would they just destroy the world? A billion orcs? Well, I feel like it depends on where you're dropping them. Because nice, Chuck. When, when Joey, this is India, me. What's going on? This is me with my sword and my German hat and my Stein. Send it to <laughs> me. I went we'll, to Oktoberfest. Uh, and we'll post it on Peepus for this week. Yeah, definitely. You know. Yes, yeah, but uh, right now, no. Wow. Sorry, Jay, go ahead. No, you're good. I think it depends where you drop them, because you said India or China, and I, I, I just picture a really big crowd of angry Chinese men. You know, 
and like maybe they'd put a dent in it. Well, like, like, do you think the Chinese army would be able to stop a billion orcs? They might be able to. Not a billion. Not a billion. Here's the thing. If you put them on any continent, Europe or Asia or Africa, like, because they're not connected to us, we would be fine. Like, orcs can't do, like, we would just bomb the shit out of them. Well, I was going to say eventually. Like, <laughs> I mean, the, the U.S. F-15s, F-18s. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They come through a portal in in Omaha, Nebraska, and just spread out from there. Are they I mean, decimating? do we really need Omaha? Are, but, like, <laughs> how fast would they des- decimate the U.S., or would we just bomb them in the middle of, like, Utah? Well, it would stop. It would definitely stop at some point. It just would be a question of the damage. Cause like Chuck was saying, um, there'd be like F 35s and fucking M one Abrams just exploding them at some point. How fast would our response time be Joe? Like uh, a billion orcs. They're just like, we got to go fight them. How fast would we be engaged in combat in Omaha, Nebraska, I think they could probably have troops on the ground within two hours. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I think obviously you'd have two cops from Omaha that never see action in their lives. And then they would show up on scene and that would go up the chain of command real fucking fast. And then before you know it, the National Guard's activated. And once they're activated, they're probably going to contact all active duty fucking stations. And it, it would just be a shit show from there. I mean, where's the closest military base to Omaha, Joe? Do you know? There's a bunch of them. There's a there's National Guard reserve units everywhere. And it's it's I'm pretty sure it's like for that reason in specific areas, because if something happens, they can just blow up a map and be like, what's the closest National Guard unit to this area? And they go, boom, activate. Yeah. You don't I think mean, they I, would be overrun though? Like you can only shoot so much, so many bullets. Like if you just have a billion bodies with swords running at you, like they're gonna overwhelm any force that we can throw at them until we just like just bomb them from planes. Yeah, but like send in a tank division. Like, what are they gonna do against tanks? The fucking suicide bomber ones. Remember that yeah, guy? They have those. Yeah, but they had to carry those <laughs> giant bombs there. They wouldn't get them close to a tank. They have Dude, a that is- billion of them, Charlie. That's so many. That's that's almost double the U.S. Have a you seen the guy the on TikTok who does the? Um, yeah, I mean, a billion would be hard, but like they wouldn't reach Chicago. Maybe they, like, they would. would be done and dusted before they got to Chicago. C- so. Could we talk? for a second about how sick that scene is in Lord of the Rings. Two towers. When when fucking Al-Qaeda guy just runs into the, the bridge or the fucking door. Yeah, the storm grate. Yeah, and, and all the other orcs are just chanting like Luke on the side. And they're trying to bring him down with the arrows and he just goes, <laughs> bring him down, bring him down, bring yeah, him he does down. Like, he does like a Jack Black stage dive into the shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He goes head first, I think. Legolas! Uh, I might just watch the Hell's Deep battle. Yeah. Uh, it's going to keep me up all night. So good. Your Dude. king stands alone. 
Greatest. Not alone. Some of the greatest. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to watch those again, too. There's always like a certain time that passes, and then I'm like, okay, it's time to watch Lord of the Rings again. Joe, you want to you wanna watch them together soon? Dude, you know what would be sick is if like we could, I don't know how we would set this up, but if we did like a podcast and also had like a viewing of a movie, but I don't know how to. to like Weird Science, we could live stream it. Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. You guys should do that and put it together. Chuck, I would do it with you. No, Chris, we, all three of us will live stream watch Lord of the Rings. Okay, when? I don't know. We need to pick a Saturday so we can do all day. You guys, What are you guys doing this Saturday? National Guard. All right, what about next Saturday? Not, not National Guard. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I could do it next Saturday. All right, let's check the calendars. All right. Fall's a good time for it, you know. Are we just watching the first one? Definitely. No, all three extended editions. Live stream it? Live stream all three extended editions on Twitch, YouTube, TikTok. All right. We'll f- we got to get our Twitch presence. We, we got we to gotta add like a little spicy twist to it that like hooks the viewer. Just think yeah, it well, maybe drinking game. The- yeah, well, right. <laughs> yes. And and we're naked. Paper. I'll go shirtless. What's the drinking game though? Like what is every the... time someone says the one ring, we chug a bottle of Crown. And and when the orc <laughs> so says we die flesh, when when the orc says man flesh, we have to drink an entire bottle of vodka. When this the orc says look like meats back on the menu, we have to be like, did you know like. When they say meats back on the menu, what that menu? means they had to have had restaurants in Mordor because they know what menus are. Yeah. <laughs> and then when Vigo Mortenstein kicks the uh, helmet, we have to be like, oh, he broke his toe. He broke his ah! toe. That was a real scream. Vigo Mortenstein. <laughs> Mortensen? What's his name? Uh... <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Vigo it's... Mortensen? Yes, yes. He became, he became Jewish. <laughs> he kicked him. He broke his foot and became Jewish. Uh, Dude, you got to make like a meme that says Beagle uh, Mortenstein or whatever the fuck you said. And then like Photoshop a yarmulke on his head. Beagle Mortenstein is uh, a Peepus Room original character. With like the little, uh, like the, the curls. <laughs> Are we allowed to do that? It might come off as a little touchy. I yeah, know. I mean, let's not actually make that meme. <laughs> My bad for the last name. Could also, you know, whatever. Theo Borgson. Okay. Well, when he kicks the helmet, he breaks his toe. Hey, uh, thanks for coming inside the peepus room. Everyone, get the fuck out! Everyone, what? fuck you. <laughs>